and action. Hi, I'm Jonathan. Welcome to our house. Glad to share this time as we reflect on together on my sabbatical. So Jonathan, thanks for inviting us over to uh, your wonderful backyard. Uh, so we are welcoming you back from sabbatical officially. I mean, you've been back for a couple months, but uh, now we're kind of welcoming you back officially. And we'd love to get to know what happened on your sabbatical and how God sort of spoke to you and changed you during that time. So, um, so tell us a little bit, like what happened on your sabbatical? What are some things that you did? Well, it's wonderful to be back. It's hard to believe it's been almost two months now. And uh, the good feel of sabbatical is still there. So I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Um, I, I chose to focus my sabbatical on five R's. Uh, release, uh, just letting go, uh, resting, receiving, reflecting, and refocus. And I do feel that through the three months that I was able to step back, that God met me in all those areas. Mm. Uh, spent most of my time either here at our home, but had a good good chance to travel, um, both uh, for family to gather with them, but also just for for leisure. And then the other thing that I had missed, especially in the last couple of years, is having sort of leisure time just to read. And so I know some some of some of us are pretty amazed. I've covered sixteen books, but I, I found that as being really restorative for me. And a couple of books that were significant for me, uh, I, I still am reflecting on. One's called Sustaining Ministry by Sandra Wheeler. And the other one, one of my favorite authors, uh, Eugene Peterson, uh, the pastor, talks about his journey as um, uh, his, his story of being a young individual who felt God's call to ministry and how he was able to finish well. And I think as I'm in this season of my life, uh, I'm really think about that same question. How do I, how do I finish well? What was the most difficult R that, that you encountered you know, out of your five R's? Yeah, that's a good one. I think refocus because I think that couldn't be done in isolation. I needed to wait until I came back to church, sort of got connected with my family. Also, the other things that are on my plate uh, to really ask God, you know, what does it mean for me to, uh, consider what this next season of ministry and life is going to be like. Mm. So that one is still a bit in process. Well, we're glad to have you back. And as you know, we've been going through a series where we're talking about awakening the senses and how God sort of awakens us and speaks to us through using our senses. I'm curious, was there any, any story or any event during your sabbatical time where you felt like God was awakening Awakening who you are and awakening um, maybe uh, something in your life where he was speaking to you and, and uh, communicating with you. Sure. Yeah, I was thinking about, as we've been going through the series, uh, what really spoke to me deeply. And, and I think it will, it will be the signature experience. Uh, we were able to begin my sabbatical going back to Maui, where Caroline and I celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary. Mm, congratulations. And, oh, that, it, was, it was an awesome time. Be kid-free for nine days? Uh, couldn't have been better. Uh, and one of the things that we had done when we had honeymoon there 25 years ago was to capture the, the sunrise at Halakala Volcano. You know, it's, it's the one thing that if you vacation to Maui, you want to do is you get up early in the dark and you rise, 
arrive at the crest of the volcano and watch the sunrise. But 25 years later, that was not something we wanted to do. We didn't want to get up at 2.30 in the morning, get in our car, drive up this winding road. So we decided to do it um, to catch the sunset. And so one day we were uh, just checking out different event uh, locations and uh, enjoying our time. And then we decided to go up uh, to the volcano and to catch the sunset. Uh, and so when we got up there, we should have known better that the weather was much cooler at 10,000 feet than it is at sea level. <laughs> and so we didn't quite come prepared. You know, I think I had my t-shirt on and shorts, but we were determined to experience this fully. And so we were there waiting and it was pretty chilly. So we stayed in the car. Um, but I remember driving up there and the fact that we passed two layers of clouds driving up this winding road. I thought, wow, this is pretty phenomenal to be that high elevation. And uh, when the time came for the, 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 the sunset, uh, we decided to scurry out of the side of the car because it was pretty cold. Everyone else, Jason, just imagine, are wearing hoodies and they had, their, they had their sweats on and they had blankets. And here I was with a t-shirt and uh, shorts. And the only thing we had in the car uh, to keep me uh, warm was a yoga mat. And the only thing that we, that Caroline had was a blanket. So we got up there about 10 minutes before the sunset. And I can, I can remember that moment because it was, it was a taste of heaven. You know, uh, there's this song by Wes Tarasaki uh, called He is God. And he talks about merging heaven with the earth. And that was probably the closest uh, taste of heaven I will have before I experience God personally. Mm -hmm. But uh, seeing that and being above the clouds, seeing the sunset and being cold at the same time, <laughs> it truly was activating all my senses. But it, it reminded me just the majesty, the greatness of God, mm -hmm. you know, being up there, mm -hmm. uh, but also the goodness of God, you know, that God has created um, a beautiful creation that, that I could enjoy, I could see, I could smell. And uh, so fully, I could fully say that my senses were in touch with my heart during that time. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, I think that that will be the, probably the most memorable experience mm. of the sabbatical. That sounds great. I'm jealous. <laughs> um, yeah, as you reflect on your sabbatical, what do you think one, what do you think or how do you think God wanted to bless you or God wants to bless you uh, during this season? Mm -hmm. And maybe um, from that, like what's, uh, what's also a blessing that you would have for Evergreen as you come out of your sabbatical? Yeah, one of the things that I was keeping in mind throughout my time is that uh, it was about uh, almost 40 years ago, Jason, that uh, I sensed God asking me, would I yield my life to follow him. Uh, I, was, I was actually at Urbana, not this year, uh, the Urbana Student Mission Conference, that uh, I was a college freshman and I was um, challenged with, you know, would I yield the future direction of my life to God? So my sabbatical fit in so nicely as a marker. Um, what has, has God done in those four decades since I said yes to Jesus then? Uh, and that it meant not only going finishing college and then uh, exploring ministry when I was on staff within varsity, but then the 27 years I've been here at Evergreen. Uh, 
Mm. Um, and the way that God spoke to me was uh, to consider all the people that through my life had, had spoken to my life and to say thank you. Uh, so from my junior high counselor to the wife of my youth pastor to um, friends of, of mine that uh, I did campus ministry with. And then when it came to Evergreen, uh, wonderful friends like Arlene Inouye and Pastor Ken. Just saying thank you to them uh, was one way where I think God helped um, bring a nice capstone to this part of my uh, spiritual and vocational life. And I think as I think about for myself and for the church, you know, what is it that God wants us to remember of those who have helped us in the past? You know, I know that this season has been uh, pretty difficult for us because we've lost some of those legacy people at our church. Um, but they've been our cloud of witness, you know, from Hebrews chapter 12 that continue to cheer us on. And they invite us to figure out what's the race that Jesus has assigned to you and me and how do we keep our eyes on Jesus and to finish the, the race well. And so as I think about uh, for myself and for our church family, that's really my, my yearning is, you know, how can we continue to see our lives given up for the sake of Christ, but risen to great fruitfulness and life. Um, a word that has been important to me more recently is this word generativity. Thinking about how can, uh, from any seed, greater life, greater fullness, greater fruitfulness take place. And I think uh, for myself and for my church, I see ourselves really at a place where that uh, is what God has in store for us. Yeah. Well, we look forward to that greater fruitfulness uh, from that seed. And uh, I was just wondering, can you, uh, can you bless us out as we, uh, as we close up this portion of the service and offer a blessing onto the congregation? Yeah. It's great to be with you, Evergreen family, once again. Thank you for the gift of the sabbatical. Uh, indeed, it was a uh, timely gift that you have given to me, and I'm so appreciative of that. And as we enter the end of this year and look forward to the beginning of 2022, I'm really grateful that we are able to do this together. And as I alluded to from Hebrews chapter 12, uh, we're on a race together. Uh, Jesus has assigned that to us, and he's encouraging us not to lose heart, not to find ourselves entangled uh, by distractions, by our own sinfulness, um, but to realize that Jesus has offered us the hope of joy for the things yet to come. And so I'm trusting for us that as we enter this Thanksgiving season that we will finish well this year and look forward to what God has in store for us next year. Blessings to you, family. Have a wonderful day.